broadcast is live. Uncut, 12 Gauge Promotion, the broadcast that brings you the inside scoop of professional wrestling. In today's episode, we have a special guest who has dominated the ring, captured the hearts and fans of fans worldwide. Sorry, tongue tied. Get ready to step into the ring and hear the untold stories of pro wrestlers' journey to greatness. Everyone, welcome my great friend and brother, Zero. How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? This is fun, Rocky. This is fun. We might not have to stick to the script, though. <laughs> no, no. Those who don't know, <laughs> me and him both suffer from HDD. Well, HDHD. ADHD, yeah. Uh, yeah. Playing with a baseball, guys. Playing with a yeah. baseball. So we could go anywhere with this, and that's probably what makes it fun and more interesting for everyone because you never know where this might wind up. So, uh, well, uh, Welcome, Brandon. Welcome, fans. Uh, this is the first in the inaugural. We're going to call it the episode zero um, of the podcast. So there won't even, we will go to a number one, but this is actually episode zero. I like this guy right to it. Yeah. So I'm your host, the 12 gauge Rocky Shaw. And today we do have the true legend uh, zero here. If everyone, if we could, could, could give him an applause right now if you want to take that moment. Um, Brandon, it's an honor for you to come to the show. Uh, I sincerely mean that. I know we're good friends and we're having fun tonight. But um, just a quick background: most of you don't. Uh, well, some of you do know. Uh, when I started into uh, KLT, probably about two years ago, uh, there was a ring veteran at that time, two backstage actually. And they were actually having a series of matches together. And that would have been Zero and Skrill of the Great. Uh, in a, I guess, a series, wouldn't you say, of matches for the KLT Championship. Um, it was a men's Skrill. We go way back. So I met Skrill a long time ago. What an athlete he's become. What an athlete he is. You know, like I, you know. Skrill was great, man. It was it was it was a fun time, but we can, yeah. we can continue forward. Well, I at that time there was two guys in the locker room that actually welcomed me in the locker room, and actually, uh, as far as wrestling is, it's a weird environment. Being the wrestler the first day, you're in in there. Some of the guys are going to look at you and like, "Hey, kid, come here," you know. They're they're going to give you, you're going to rib you back and forth. Uh, you guys encouraged me, uh, taught me the bit, taught me stuff about the business. Not only that, but you were loyal friends. Uh, and to this day, I still call both of you guys friends. And that's a rarity in this business that I've learned very quick. It's a rarity in life. Let's be honest today. Right. They actually have true loyal, loyal friends who back you up and uh, support you. So I appreciate you guys for that. And, uh, 
tell me now since we talked about me meeting you in the beginning tell me about let's start from the beginning and let's talk about zero's journey of how zero became zero I mean, like from wrestling school or like, because like I've been living this whole life for 32 years now, Mr. Rocky. So how zero becomes zero is 32 years in the making. You want to start wrestling school. So wrestling school, I started back. I can't remember the date now, but I started back with Robert. I remember like coming in, I had to fill out a form. We had like, you know, you had to sign a waiver. We were signing up to get our butts kicked. So we can't sue him, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. Signed the waiver, and um, I signed the waiver in painter's pants, you know, because that's like my life journey. It's like I just wanted to be a painter, and I wanted to just do my little thing, and I had these cool dreams and all, but I didn't think anything was going to come true or come out of it until um, my buddy called, and he was like, hey, man, Robert's got a school down here in Douglasville, and I live in Dallas, Georgia. So, you know, it was that was pretty amazing because, I mean, Robert Gibson was my mom's favorite wrestler. I lost my mom when I was 21, just to kind of give you a backstory, just without going into any details. So for this to happen, like, 10 years later, it was it was kind of, like, weird coincidence, but I don't really believe in coincidence. I think everything kind of happens for a reason. Um, and then I met Robert, and then I showed up in Painter Pants, and I remember he was like, now, if I give you a job, like, what are you going to be able to bring to the wrestling world? And I remember this question. I remember how I responded. And it was just like, Robert, like I don't, I don't have the size. I'm not 275 pounds solid, six foot seven, a giant. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have all these these different traits and capabilities that other people may have. I said, but if you put me in a room full of 20,000 people, because that's how small my mind was. Let's be honest. <laughs> put me in a room with 20,000 people, Robert. I promise you, I'll impact everyone. And who knew? You know, that was just a young man talking junk, and then. I mean, here we are, you know, six years later, guys. Like, it's been a phenomenal journey. Maybe there was some truth to that, you know, because I, I feel like I'm a, a wrestler for the people, and the people, they seem to love everywhere I'm, I'm at. Like, and that's, that's I'm humble. I love it. And it's just proof in the pudding. Absolutely. I believe that's true. Um, man, the energy when you came home to KLT last Saturday, man, you could feel it. It, it just it, it echoed through Rome, Georgia, completely. It was uh, you talk about culture. It's like, come on, man. You know, it's like, cause you never know. Like returning home, coming home, it was it was it was everything I thought it was, guys. I really I really appreciate all you people in Rome, Georgia, that is gave me an opportunity three and a half years ago. You know, honestly, I come in not knowing jack crap, wind up you know taking home the tag team title turning that career around to a singles career, coming home, taking home the world title. And, guys, like, I don't forget. I want to show y'all. I don't forget. These right here is from you people. There's me and Roderick. There's the awards. There's tag team of the year. There's wrestler of the year. There's tag team match of the year. I think the only match of the year I don't have up there is that battle chamber. How are you? Well, look at, look at this, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. Give me slice. Welcome to the party. Hey, girl. What hey, you girl. doing? Hi, YouTuber. <laughs> you are live. You are live. Talk, say something to the people. Hey. <laughs> this is my heart, guys. Such a lovely little. Okay, right now I'm playing Roblox. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I love you. 
Should Daddy be as soon as I'm done with this, I'll come back with you, okay? I don't want to play this game because you punch people in this game. If it's gonna be bad, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch it because once you filter in your head it's kind of <laughs> And we'll to you this <laughs> Yeah, what you filter in your head could be dangerous. But hey, listen to me. Focus. I'll be I'll be with you in just a moment, okay? Okay. I love you. You trust me? I'm gonna try to watch your YouTube video. <laughs> so what's the YouTube uh, video called? What is the YouTube video called? YouTube video called. You trying to watch me live? Look up what's live on Facebook right now. On Facebook, I said YouTube. Go ask your mommy to help you. What kind of uh, YouTube video is it? It's on Facebook right now. We'll we'll have it on YouTube hey, a while later. Can be slice. It's taking over. She takes over my whole world, guys. <laughs> this, is the one. this is the one. I love you. I'll see you in a minute. Okay. Facebook and YouTube. Are you on Facebook and YouTube? Yeah. Go ask your mom. She'll hook you up. I promise. Okay. <laughs> I need you out. How do you get up? How do you get up? I think she wants to be on the camera, ladies. <laughs> she does seem to like the camera. I want to do a YouTube video, Rocky Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Shaw. Rocky Shaw. Rocky Shaw. Rocky Shaw. <laughs> it should be shared on my page live. So. Wait, what? Well, there you go. See you later. <laughs> 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 Gotta set up, ladies and gentlemen. She's watching with us. Hey, baby. Hello, Carolyn. Hi. So, I don't see the fam. I'm at home, Rocky. I'm at home. <laughs> this is my Absolutely. whole world, ladies and gentlemen. Carolyn, 17. Kimber, 7. And, well, 8. And Bub, he's a little bitty rug rat. He might be up here, too. You know, who knows? Well, that's why we call it 12 Gauge Uncut. It's uncut. <laughs> We're not cutting away. And you're probably going to see some sides of us that you normally don't get to see. Um, and guys, some of them, you may not want to see some of the sides you get to see them here, but we're going to have fun either way and uh, hope you love us no matter what. Um, well, moving on to that, let me ask you, um, Zero, let's talk about the significance of the bandanas. Tell me why you chose the bandanas and what they mean to you. One second, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to get out of out of hand really fast if I don't put a stop to this. But bear with me. Right ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to give you my undivided attention. It's 8:30. These kids are wired. They're wired. They want that. Um. Bandana. So, I mean, bandanas comes from Robert. So, this is a funny story, too. But I I just asked. So, like, here all these wrestlers are. We're, like, all trying to come up with our own characters, trying to come up with our own ideas. I don't really know how to be anything but myself, ladies and gentlemen. That's You get the live and uncut version all the time. This is just who I am. Um, some people's going to be on board with it. Some people, you know, they're going to be like, hey, maybe he's too personal, he's too real. But... Either way, I'm going to give you my absolute best self every single time. And that's just what I promise you people, because I'm not I'm not anything other than average. Um, so I, I did. I asked Robert to use the bandanas. I was like, hey, like, you're the guy that trained me. You know, I feel like it's respects, like everything about my life, everything about my career, everything about the dream. You know, it led me to your school and you taught me everything. So I, I would like to do this to 
to go out with mayonnaise with you. And he was just like, yeah, kid, I don't know why anybody's ever asked me that before. Here I am scared to death, heart beating out of your chest because you're asking this man for a gimmick. Like, it's like, hey, can I use this? And he's like, yeah, kid, I don't know why anybody ever asked me that before. And I'm just, I love Robert, man. He's such a great human being. He's such a great soul. Um, but yeah, that's that's how the bandanas come about. What was the bandana you had? Pull it, pull it back up again. This one right here is the gold bandana that in Boaz, me and you tagged together for the very first time. Oh, I gave you the gold one. So give me the gold one. So the story about the gold ones. There's four of those total. So two of them. I mean, I probably gave away, like, fans, if you have these, you're about to know the uncut truth of these these bandanas. If you have two gold bandanas in your possession, they come from zero. I bought the gold bandanas when me and Rodney Plunkett won the KLT Tag Team titles. Um, we fought, I want to say it was Beauty and the Beast, and uh, we was victorious in that match. And with that being said, the gold bandanas become a thing. It was like, I will, I bought them for, you know, championship material, right? It's like championship gold, gold represents made sense. So I was like, Hey, I'm going to put these on my new little tights. I had like gold laces on there and, uh, I wore the, I put the gold bandanas on there and we won the tag team title. So then I had four of those. I had two on each knee, two on each knee. And, uh, so then there was two I had left over and those two I had left over. I went to KLT we did uh, the some kind of like we did the battle rumble, right? And I had like the match with Chris Kamikaze, mm-hmm. right? I think that was the match. Like, I'm sorry, I have a lot of concussions, but I think. <laughs> and then with that, I do believe those gold, those two gold bandanas also won the KLT heavyweight championship. Like, so you got one of the the pieces that there you go, Rocky Shaw, like. You got one of the people. <laughs> you got one for the people. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you that night. Um, it was fun. One of the best matches uh, I can say that I had as far as definitely fun. Oh, yes. Uh, it wasn't for the other team, though. I mean, we destroyed them. But... <laughs> I mean, Cody Wilde and uh, uh, the other Z- guy. That crew. Zach, yeah. Wow, that's right. That's them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're great. They're out in Boaz, and yeah, that night just wasn't their night. <laughs> it was, it was not their night. We're having way too much fun in that match. I think that's going to be a great wrestler. Like when you're out there and you're having fun and you're doing everything to the best of your ability and you're whooping ass, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse my French. When you're whooping butt, that's icing on the cake. It's nice. Absolutely. Um. Let's see, I saw a comment come in here that had a question for you. I don't know if you can see these when I click on them. Can you I see that? I see them popping up, but I can't, like, like this, open up and read what's going this on. This one says, Corey Lane Craft says, how did you come up with the name Zero? Um, so Zero comes from never thinking I'm, I'm ever going to be worth anything. And that's, that's the truth of it, guys. Like, I always felt at 25 – like, and I ain't got no problem saying this. He said, if you're ashamed of me in front of people, then I'm ashamed of you in front of mine. So here's the thing, guys. I'm a Christian. I love Jesus Christ with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Um, I follow his word. I try to do everything. Like, I try to do right. Of course, I'm a sinner. I'm a dirty, rotten, no good son of a gun. That's just everybody in this world. I don't judge anyone. Um, and this is where I'm at with this. It's like I felt like 
my whole life I was belittled and it was just like, Hey man, you know, you're almost there. You're not quite good enough. You're, you're this. So I, I just wanted to eliminate that whole self. And it's like, what if I take myself out of this? Right. And I just say, Hey, like, Lord, I'm going to follow my dreams. You're going to bless these dreams. I serve you with my whole mind, heart, soul, strength. And it's like, Zero was born. It was like so, and and Robert gave me a hard time about the name. And if he was on here, he would tell you he gave me a hard time about the name. And he's like, "What are you going to name yourself, kid?" And I said, Zero. He said, "Why?" I said, "I'm nothing. God's everything." He's like, "I like." That. Um. So, and that's the truth. Zero comes from I'm nothing. God is everything. That's the truth. Awesome. Good. Thank you for sharing for that. Um. Man, there's so many things I'd like to ask you, and I, you know, I'm already looking at the clock, and we're having fun, and it's just ticking by. Uh, let me ask you: a lot of people don't know about you when you just had came back when I came to KLT because you had suffered a pretty, uh, I guess, freak injury. Uh, you had broke your face, yeah, and that's no. not. And guys, that's not a uh, that's not a work. That's a shoot. That shoe broke. Uh, so I had a upper, I can't remember the word, guys. I'm not educated, okay? It's like upper malaxa something fracture. And it was right here all the way down to the side of my face. I actually posted a, fo a photo on Facebook of a broken skull when I got the news. Um, I just think it makes me cool. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, we love our wounds in life. And it wasn't, you know, it was, it happens. I'm in the fight game. It happens. Um, I remember the time, like, uh, I was fighting Zach Mosley. Candy Cannoli comes up. Um, I don't want to kick Candy Cannoli in the face. Like, I just didn't feel right. So I tried to shake her off like a dog. And when I was shaking her off like a dog, Zach got the advantage, come up on the top rope, boom, kneed me in the head, suplexed me off the top rope. And when he kneed me in the head, I remember feeling that, you know, like my nose was busted almost, but, like, I didn't see blood. Like, I've already had, you know, plenty of nosebleeds. So suplex happened, bam, one, two, three. I lost that bout with Zach because I was like, I was too worried about my face. I get back to Zach and I was just like, man, like my whole face is numb. Um, I'm driving home. It's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm leaving Jackson, Alabama is where I was wrestling at the time. And um, for Mike Jackson's promotion. And uh, I get back to the house and I like, I felt like I wanted to blow my nose. I wanted to see if all the blood was just stuck. So I blew mm -hmm. my nose and my cheeks swelled up. Yeah. And when my cheeks swelled up, I knew I had an issue. And I was like, I need to go to the ER. So I went to the ER. You know, they fixed it. It's kind of a disgusting procedure. If you ever want to watch it, like, it's disgusting. I don't advise it. But they fixed my face. And, uh, you know, thank God that there's no holes. And, you know, I don't look deformed today. That's that's nice. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, anything can happen. You know, it's, it's the fight game. Anything can happen. This is what we do for a living. So. I just say it a lot because uh, you can see this gorgeous nose right here. And this was surgically repaired and it's still crooked. Um, the one thing you do know that, or anybody who's ever had a broken nose knows, the, or if you've been in the fight game, the worst thing to do is blow it. And that's when when the blood just rushes back, your eyes, everything swells up, is, is immediately. Usually if, if you're in an MMA fight or anything like that and you break your nose, the guy, the, the corner will tell you, don't blow it. And it's awful. It's hard because that's what you want to do. I, I mean, I appreciate <coughs> No, I don't know if my nose has been broken. It, it looks a little sideways. Like, I don't know. Um, 
But I mean, I, that's like that's that's my whole childhood, man. I was a fighter. Like that's just <laughs> you get in the face a lot of times. You, you think I would reconsider this sport, but I guess not. I just, I just loved it. So yeah, absolutely. So um, let me ask you this question. So it's clear that your hard work's finally paid off, and I still think you've got a long ways to go at this point as your friend. Um, tell me some of the most memorable moments are your most memorable match if you were going to sit down today and tell everybody about that match that was special to you i mean in my career i i these things like you're asking me to narrow down a bunch of huge moments into one question and if i can like there was a time ladies and gentlemen where me myself and uh, Rodney Plunkett was scheduled to go to Coastal Empire Wrestling. This is the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my life. The date was September the 21st. Um, and you can probably find it, uh, Coastal Empire Wrestling. date was September 21st. I don't really remember exactly what year. Um, but anyways, long story short, there was a there was a traveling issue with my partner. Um, so I was, I was kind of left by myself. And... And I was willing to make that drive. And what my plan was, I was going to show up and find out, you know, hey, what's going to happen here? Two days before the show, Robert Gibson comes up to me and says, hey, you need a tag team partner for that Savannah show. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, are you willing to do this? So it goes back to that coincidence kind of thing. You know, my mom's birthday was September the 21st. People don't know this, but that's the truth. My mom's birthday was September 21st. This is her favorite wrestler. And I just so happened to be driving four and a half hours in the car with him to Savannah, Georgia, to wrestle a tag team match against Exotic Youth. It was that was a huge highlight. Not only that, like one of my best friends in the world that watched me grow up, Melissa White, um, she was she was there for that, you know. And uh, it was like from Dallas, Georgia, drove four and a half hours to watch the most memorable moment on my mom's birthday. Guys, I, that, I can't top that one. That one that one is the best moment of my career. That's the best moment. Had a lot of great matches, but sentimental times and realists, like that was the most realist moment I've had. Awesome, great. River City Media, which is one of our partners, uh, says, good luck, Rocky, with the pod. Zero, I love the name and I love the testimony. No blood means not good. And so... Uh, we appreciate that, guys. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Um, and again, uh, man, here it's blowing up on the side. Everybody's going to talk here. Uh, a good friend of yours here. Let's see, Eric Adams. Does Zero ever mistake his fingers for hot dogs and try to eat them? Hey. These hands right here made me a heck of a receiver for 10 years, guys. Look at those mitts. I'm catching football. Look at that. DDP didn't have a better time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate the compliment. Yes. I don't I don't mistake my fingers for hot dogs. I just use them <laughs> to poke people in the eyeball. How about that? Yes. Eric Adams, guys, one of the real deals in the, in the wrestling He's business. He's fantastic, y'all. I don't know yes. if... Anyone follows the Deep South product, this is this is the place to be. Deep South Pro Wrestling, Joe Hamilton Jr., this is his thing now. Dad, Mr. Assassin, started this. Here we go. You know what I mean? The Deep South 2.0 has been kicked off. Deep South has been what 
like I had a chance to do an intergender tag team with Andy Ripley. Um, this moved on to a singles career. Um, I'm in the process of a championship tournament that's been going on for quite like six months, I'd say. Um, a lot of your favorites are already there. Um, Skrilla the Great, myself, um, Andy Ripley and the Creeps. Um, see, there's, there's a ton. And guys, like I'm not – there's a ton of superstars at Deep South Wrestling. And what – it's it's nice to share the locker room with such amazing talent. It really is. Like it, it really is. Yes. Next yes. show, July twenty second. I'm gonna go ahead and plug this in. July twenty second at Dax Barbecue in Atlanta, Georgia. You will see this guy. Four PM is the bell time. Be there. Sweet. Who are you gonna be wrestling? Do you know yet? I um I haven't got the paperwork in like I probably did I just didn't check my emails and I apologize to you for South Reverend he called me out yeah. it's not my issue, <laughs> issue. well it doesn't matter zero performs the same no matter who steps up to him I try I do my best like the Giants I'm not like Aaron Black I lost you know so and it's like Mister Land number two he beat the brakes off me and then like. The wall, I, I think I barely got one over on the wall. Barely. These big guys, that's my weakness, Rocky. Right now, these big guys are my weakness. That's Those are the ones that I'm, I'm really got focused in on and, like, trying to shut down goals. That's my goal. Like, people my size, I'm good with. Bigger than me, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it is what it is. Weight means something, you know? <laughs> Weight does definitely change uh, the game. Well, nobody can tell you. Um, man, David and Goliath, people forget the weight of that story because the reason it's such a big story is because it probably only ever happened once. I mean, so so let's. there's not too many sto stories about that giant falling very often. <laughs> hey, no. I've been praying on the way to arena to find these three rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um well brother let's see uh let me ask you this uh let's ask we got i know we got people in the crowd here and we kind of talked about it a little bit see, organically uh sometimes us good guys you know kind of gets a little old we don't have anybody watching our back i wonder what the fans would think you know what is the possibility that Zero comes out one day and Rocky Shaw's got his back and vice versa. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. As a baby face, we got to overcome a whole lot of freaking obstacles. You know, you got, you know, not to go back to Candy Canoe, but you got managers like that. You have managers like freaking James Hardy and Lamar Phillips. We all seen that. You got Mr. Atlanta. Like, you see that? Like, I don't know, man. As a baby face, I feel like, there's a false narrative, ladies and gentlemen, that we can't have help and we can't go outside and we can't use the ropes to pull ourselves up. There's a false narrative, and that causes me to get my butt kicked. Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say, Rocky Shaw. I'm gonna absolutely. Maybe I'll, maybe it's time that we rewrite <laughs> the rules. I'd be interested. I would. It's just can I get it on paper and can I make it start moving in the right direction? Because that's that's gonna be the biggest part. It's like, hey. You know, being able to write this up in a contract and, and making management think it's okay. It's like, it's okay if Zero has a manager because 
You know, you know how management goes, man. Like they're gonna try to argue sometimes. Like, why are you need a manager? Equalizer. Like, no, you're trying to cheat. Like, you ain't looking at <laughs> like he's trying to cheat. Just me? Just me? <laughs> like, That's right. it is what it is. That's right. We need to find some of these attorneys these guys are using and see what's, what they're sliding through here and how they're sliding it through. It's just, this is my brother. This is my wife. This is my girlfriend. That's what it is. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I think I think Dee Dee could have my back any time. I I think she knocked you know she knocked Mister Atlanta two out in a heartbeat. These these on the gun like yeah she is she is. Taekwondo growing up man I don't play around like yeah. I don't I don't mess around the house I know if I don't do this I'm gonna get slapped in the back of the head just like the rest of us. Brandon, <laughs> 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 you forgot to take out the trash I'm doing it right now baby here we go. On the back, looking like Santa Claus walking out the front door. <laughs> so look, Miranda Brooks uh, says, "Big Andy says size matters." My equalizer. <laughs> Big Andy's my equalizer. Y'all, y'all think man, the world's world's largest orangutan captivity. That's yes, that's special. I love when, Big Andy. Man. What a friend. yeah. When Big when Big Andy shows up, you do feel the ground shake. Make the world shake. That's right. So, um, well, I got a little surprise for some of you guys. I'm going to take just a, we're going to take just a moment here and I want to show you something. We've kind of saw a little bit prematurely that I was going to show you, um, zero the dad. And I want to kind of show you something else though. And, uh, I like that Rocky. Because I mean, guys, like... Thank you, ma'am, for the Gatorade and the hot dog. Up close media. I knew I'd find you eventually. Now, we're here, and we're here to talk about the new Hope Ducks, I suppose, huh? From the ring to the field, your boy has arrived. And these new ones, this new generation, this breed of ducks, they're going to call this the Duck Dynasty by the time it's all over with. You ever have one of these? These are great ballpark hot dogs. Take a walk with me, sir. Look how long my fingers but regarded him as a deluded spirit who imagined he had created the universe. 
shocked whenever he heard the news that zero was about to be a coach this man <laughs> come guns and blazing new hope ducks man that's yeah I, I love that and guys that wasn't all of it i cut it short you need to get with go to zero's page uh get, look up up close media uh, give the man some work if you've got something you want done reach out to him uh i mean uh, the his style is untouchable. I mean, I've watched some of the stuff and I haven't saw anything like it. So he's, he loves us. Like, and he loves, he's done wrestling things for me as well. Up close media has been a part of my life for four years, you know, and Dion Jackson, such a, he's a good guy. He is a very, very good human being. So props to him and those ducks, man. What a, you just touched my heart, man. Like, why, how, where are we going to come back from that? Like, what do you want to <laughs> Well, and duck season is among us again. Season starts in September. Signups is actually out right now for the New Hope Ducks. If you do want to, if you have a 6U kid from four to eight years old, this is where we stay. Um, actually, seven because 8U takes off at eight. So if you have a kid you want to play for the New Hope Ducks, apply at New Hope Ballparks on Facebook page. You can go to that. They're going to have a sign up link and you could. 
Here we go. Yeah. Absolutely. But so, man, that's awesome. Like, where do we, you're right. That one kind of threw me out. Where do we go from here? That was such a good, that's such a good video. And I mean, I don't care how old you are when you hear that song. Well, that song just, I like, it lights you up. Like, you're ready to go. And those kids, like, so what I did with these kids, Rocky, was I took everything I did in the wrestling world, right? I took the media, I took all the smoke, the lights, the glamour, the fame, like all of that, right? And I had 11 little kids. This, this, I'll tell you the story of how I became a coach. I, I didn't, I had no time to be a coach in my life. Like, I didn't have any time. I was wrestling shows. I was trying to, you know, really focus in on this and go hard as I possibly could at wrestling. And then son comes up. He said, Dad, I want you to coach. And I'm like, I ain't going to tell this kid no. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't tell him no. So let me pray about it, right? Because that's where we go. We go to prayer. And we're like, hey, um, I, I would like to I would like to do this, but I don't know if I can, you know, and I don't know if, you know, these kids, these parents are trusting me with their kids. If this is this is a, you have to have a connection. There's discipline. There's competition. There's raising leaders to be champions. There's there's so much involved, such a responsibility. This is. And um, so I prayed about it, I took it to the prayer room and I said, God, I'll tell you what I said, I'm going to lay out my fleece. I'm going to put in my application. If I get the job, then it was meant to be. If I don't get the job, then it wasn't meant to be. And that that was my fleece, so to say. And uh, that's exactly what happened. Like, I didn't get a call until January, February. Um, and then I got told that, hey, you're going to be a coach. I put in my application probably September. And I didn't get an email till December. I got a call in January to come coach these ducks. And it was what a ride, man. And, you know. What a season we had, you know, that some of my great takeaways from that was watching them all starting off, not knowing how to hit off a tee, not knowing anything about fundamentals, so to say, because a lot of these kids is 80% brand new. They never played baseball before in their life. Um, I just encouraged them and then I pushed them forward and I just did what I could do with them. And we had an incredible season. The very last game, I think it was like 11 to nine. Um, and we was we was just so close to catching that one, and the, and the boys was on fire. And Chloe, and Chloe hit a ball. She's only four four years old. Coach pitch, bam, threw it at her, knocked it, and then she froze, like completely froze. Like, what do I do now, Coach B? You know, and run the first game. You got it. You got it. And then it's those moments right there that Rocky. I love my life, man. I really do. Like, it's because I just. I have a lot of eggs in a lot of different baskets and I just, I try to just make the most of it, I suppose, you know, I don't ever think and plan and rehearse and, and go. I just, I do what people tell me to do, man. I think your way is the best way. My son said, dad, I need you to coach. I knew that was a big deal to him. That's what we did. And the new hope ducks was born. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing because you connect. And I think that's where one of the things that drew, drew us together because me and you both share, like, the kids, when the kids go wild, when we're out there wrestling, that's our favorite thing. You know, we love our adult fans, don't get me wrong, but when you see the look in a child's eyes that you've inspired, or that they found that that, that electricity that you've, you, that you've shown them there's that superhero moment, there's nothing like inspiring a kid, because they, they have that raw unfiltered, the world hasn't tainted them yet, they're innocent. I agree, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's amazing. That's that's the best thing in the world for me. Nothing actually uh, comes to that scale for me when I see that. 
I hear it in your voice, Robbie. I hear it. It's so passionate. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I mean, I agree. And also agree on the other levels, too, because my very first connection was the outcast of people, if that makes sense. It was like when I was in Douglasville Wrestling, I had my first match in like December 2017. I'm not sure. Somebody will be able to fact check me on that. Um, but I had my my first match in Douglasville, and I found my first set of fans ever at the table was just like me, just a fan of wrestling that maybe was a misfit to the world. And then they was like, man, Zero, like, you're, you're something special. I don't believe it, guys. I still don't believe it. People tell me all the time, you're, you got more talent in your left thumb than half these guys. I don't believe that crap. I don't believe it all. I'm like, There's, I'm garbage. And, you know, that's just my own insecurities, to be honest with you, you know. And it's that's been happening for a very long time. So it's, it's like it makes you feel like you have purpose here. I, I suppose it's like there's there's purpose. And it's like as, as long as the people keep me, you know, they keep me sane in a way in that ring. It's like I know they're watching and I don't want to mess up for them. I don't want to. I don't want to, and it's everyone. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to lose. I don't want to get my butt kicked too much. I don't want to, like, like, as I'm getting just beat down, like, I look across the ring and I see the people and they're just like, you know, like, they start chanting my name or something. And it's just like, this is what it's about, man. Like, this is, I'm trying to fight up, guys. I'm going to give it everything I got, you know, and it's, here we go. And this is, it's, it's so incredible, like, you know, they used to say it on WCW, like, Rey Mysterio got that second win. He got that second win. That second win is real. Because, like, I feel it in my veins. It's like, it's something going down my spine. It's like, I'm on TV, but I'm watching myself. It's it's the craziest thing ever. Like, I wish, I don't know, I just wish that, people, I just wish that you just got to see this level of joy. And that's, that's I wish you, like, your life is grand, and I wish you got to see this level of joy that I'm experiencing because there's there's really nothing like it. Like, really. It's it's like having an outer body experience but living your dream and seeing everything. It's it's crazy. It really is crazy. I, absolutely. I agree, too. When I, go, when I come back from the ring, it's like I have to figure out what happened because it seems, it seems like I lost that time for a little bit. It's so, it's so awesome because I go out there and – and me and you in complete comparison, you've got more talent than me, but I, I go out because I have the passion. I'm a fighter, and I have the passion, so I, I may not have the full skill set that some of you guys have, but, I, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up and fight for every last drop that I have. And uh, so if they cannot survive me, that might be the part, is if you can survive the onslaught that I'm going to bring. Um, it may not be pretty, but I'm going to bring that fight. But but as you said, there's nothing there's nothing like it when you go back there. It's like an out of body experience, you know. When you get there, it's like oh wow, it was over. What happened? You know. Yeah. So it, it doesn't last long enough. I mean, sometimes and then sometimes I get my butt drug up up and down that ring. Well, this is, yeah. way, been way too long. Like zero. <laughs> you start having the thoughts in your head like zero. What are we doing? What are we doing? Like just stay <laughs> now. Like, yeah, not this time, Brandon. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. Oh, brother. Let's see. Man, nine thirteen. So, I, guys, I'm trying to keep this roughly to an hour. Okay. Uh, me and Brandon have talked. We 
we would run this thing all night long. Y'all be sitting at one or two o'clock asking for us to shut up before it all got said done. So we know how you have lives and everything. So um, let me try to go to give me your top five wrestlers. And I don't mean like total lifetime. Well, I'm gonna try to think how to give me your five that like you want to be in the ring with before you retire that you, that you want to have that moment with. And it doesn't have to be the greatest for whatever reason you have set for there. To be personal, it could be, you know, because this guy is the top guy, you know. See, this is this is a little hard too. I mean, there's a lot of brothers that I love, you know, fighting against. Um, it's a tough question. It really, is a tough question because the ones you you picture yourself wrestling, they're no longer with us. Um, let's just stay in our parameter. Okay. In our parameter. In Georgia wrestling, if I could issue out like, hey, I would like to fight these guys. I would like to fight Aaron Black again because he beat me in GIPW. And I feel like I owe that to myself to redeem myself. Um, I would like to fight Mr. Land number two again because the same reason. I feel like that that chapter wasn't closed. Um, and it's like he – not to be bitter, but I did not give up. And what happened, happened. I understand. I respect it. I'm not a crybaby. I'm not going to say a word. But, again, in a fighter's mind, that redemption means more than anything. Um, current. Let's see, current. I would really like to end that tale with Skrilla the Great. I would love to. I would like to pick that fight back up. And I would like to issue that challenge and do that. Um, I would like I would like a match with my mentor because I feel like Robert Gibson trained me and he gave me an opportunity. I would like to test my skills against the professor. That's what you do in karate. The black belt wins. Like the black belt, you have to fight. You have to fight the master. So I feel like. Robert Gibson would be one that I would love to get in the ring with and, and do our thing. Um, and we got one more. If anything, I would like – I would like to be in a like, – and I'm sorry, Rocky, but I would like to be in a triple threat match with Robert and Ricky. And I don't know why, but I would. I would like to have – Ricky and Robert and myself against someone else, like maybe another three-man band, you know? And it's like, I feel like that would be something that I would really take tally of. And, I mean, that's that's just the truth. It's like I have three stories unended, right? I have my grasshopper versus mentor moment, and I have the trio with dad and uncle. There's my five matches. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, so, dude, it's been good. I've had fun with this. We're going to have to do this again because. What do y'all think in the chat box? Yeah, give us some, give us some more feedback because y'all have been talking. Uh, you know, do you have any questions for us? 
Uh, <laughs> we do have Christopher McAleese says Rocky is your long lost son. So, long lost son. All right. Yes. What's up, man? I don't have a dad. I mean, I got Jesus. <laughs> I don't have a dad. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I guess that's that's really what it is in this in this crazy world we call wrestling. It's like fans. I'm gonna be honest with you. Real talk, y'all replaced a lot that was missing in my life. And I honor you and I love you for supporting me and to continue to support me and to push me on this this crazy dream that I've never found my way on. Um, it's been five years now. So if you think I'm going to give up, it's already been five years. So I'm committed. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. unless y'all break all my ligaments, I'm still going to keep returning. Obviously, if you can't break my face and make me go away. Uh, <laughs> That's all I'm going to say there. It's like, but to the people, y'all have y'all have really filled a lot of holes that this, this young man's had in his heart, and that's the truth. And it's like, that's why I keep thriving. That's why I keep going strong for you guys. So, Yeah, absolutely. Um, Zero and me both, we can't do this without you. You guys' support. It's your support's been, I mean, maybe it's the concrete that makes our bricks stick together. So, um we appreciate that. And I want to shout out, I, I saw two names in here that stood out that we talked about young kids that really were inspired by uh, Dustin Howell in here and Alex Bramlett that are best friends. Uh, and they both wanted to give me and you a shout out. So, uh, so Dustin and Alex, big shout out from me and Zero. Guys, keep working hard. Maybe one day you'll be in that ring. We'll be we'll be watching out for you. Justin, Alex, just follow your heart, man. Remember who goes first. Whatever you want to put first, you can. But remember who really goes first in your life. That's all I'm gonna say. And that's the secret. That's the keys to the kingdom. It's the keys to the kingdom. Just keep living, man. Justin and Alex, you said. Dustin, Dustin, Dustin and Alex. Dustin and Alex. Cheers, man. Yeah. May life be everything that you want it to be. Everything that you want it to be. And then so. Yeah. And then we have some favorites uh, that I think names that we all both, Dean Abernathy, Christian Nixon, uh, me and you, and uh, Destiny Morgan. I think we all know those those guys very well. Uh, Alex Palmer. And so, affectionately known, being Peanut. <laughs> Uh, and Miss Diane Rose. Miss Rose. She don't like Miss Rose. I think it's a beautiful name, but I'm sorry, Miss Diane. I'll call you Diane. Mwah, yeah. I love y'all. I love all y'all. That's my own peoples. Yes. And Cassidy, I don't know if you're watching, but you're always in my prayers and in my heart. Cassidy, you are the strongest little girl I've ever met in my entire life. And I want, if you're watching this right now, I want you to know that. Uh, well, you know, I was looking for her, and I did not see her tonight, but... I usually do hear from her uh, on these things. She does watch out, and I know she is a big Zero supporter. I'm a huge Cassie supporter. Like so, you got it, you got That's my. I'm, I'm her biggest fan. Yes, absolutely. Well, she is sweet. I, I will tell you that for a hundred percent. Brothers, anything that you want to say, or anything that's uh, kind of tying it up, that if you want to put a bow on it. We got first of all, if you want to see me and Zero do this again, I gotta hear y'all make some noise in the comments 
and yeah. let us know because there's a lot we didn't touch. <laughs> there, yeah, there's a lot we didn't touch because I and I'm respectfully trying to keep it to an hour each episode uh, so that we don't. <laughs> for those of us like Zero and me that can barely sit still for an hour, and plus he's got kids and they're wanting to see him, and I want to respect that. Uh, and my, mine are waiting too. So, and y'all all got kids waiting on you. I know for a fact. Um, so with that being said, let me tell you what, cause you're probably thinking at this point after zero, who's next, who will I have that can even come close to touching this announcement? <laughs> the fun part is, is I'm not telling you tonight. <laughs> Sunday, I will make an announcement and I will make a post to let you know who the next who next Friday at eight thirty will be sitting on twelve gauge uncut. So, with that being said, for Rocky Shaw and Zero, I'm gonna get uh, to go ahead, go ahead, bro. Can I close this out? I got to tag every promotion out there that's ever given me a chance. I love all y'all. Thank y'all for giving me a chance. Right now, Primetime Wrestling, KLT, Deep South Wrestling. Keep in touch there. Zero will be there. Zero will continue this journey out. Um, I would like to close in prayer if you don't mind because, guys, y'all y'all give me the ability to live my dream, and I can only give thanks and gratitude. Um, and if I was going to close this thing, I'd do it one way. So, Rocky, if you don't mind, this is your show. Go ahead. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to thank you and to give you your grace is sufficient for us. Your honor is due, and your honor is worthy. And, Father, I pray that you continue to guide our lives, all of our lives, not just myself, not just Rocky Shaw, all of our lives, down the path that you seem fit. It's only fair to return the clay back to the potter, Lord. And, Father, we oftentimes find ourselves on our face wondering how we get back to this part. So, Father, we come to you to ask for forgiveness of any trespasses or any transgressors that we had in our lives. And we ask you that you forgive us and you cover us up in your grace and your mercy and your love. Father, we love you with everything that we are. We owe you everything that we are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you. Thank you, Rocky, for this opportunity. We thank y'all. Remember, beware the 12-gauge. Thank <laughs> you.